Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. For my money, as we welcome you in on a Monday. You know, Janet Jackson, she had a little album there in the 90s where she kind of sexed it up a little, but very positive music. Not a lunatic, well, a little little off the beaten path, but not a complete lunatic like her brother and the rest of them. Although I had, and I, since we moved, I can't find it now. Like I had a couple of things in the queue of the, the Janet, too. Like they did two different... Janet Jackson stories on some of those offshoot networks this uh, past uh, winter. You know what I'm talking about, Ben? Like they did the same ones that did like the R. Kelly and. Oh, Finding Neverland and all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, they did some Janet Jackson stuff and I want, I recorded because I wanted to watch it, but for my money, Janet Jackson, gorgeous. Absolutely. Good tune here. Nice way to start. See, we don't always start with rock music. And somebody say that to me. You guys always play. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what they accused us of, but they said you always play this rock music. Play like, some jazz. What does this guy want? <laughs> Come up in my ear here a little bit, Ben, as we as we work through after a major storm. Blew through Greenville. How about that about two hours ago? Yeah, Yeesh. I mean, everything's gone in here. My my monitor's gone. My headphones are uh, gone. We're fine. We're fine, Ben. We're good. We'll work through it. I mean, is a part of the roof missing or something? I don't know where all my I, stuff went. Well, the, the wind was blowing a gale, as they say back home. So uh, that is uh, that was what was happening. And, and I guess there's maybe a little something out to the west still, and it's going to be north of us, and it's blowing through the Outer Banks, and... My word. Hey, uh, welcome in, everybody. It is uh, a day we're going to give you a chance to win. Uh, tickets, are we able to do that still, Ben? Are we able to do the? Okay. All right. So we'll do we'll do tickets to tomorrow night's game. Uh, we'll give away a four-pack, family four-pack of ECU v. Campbell. Both teams are conference champs, so it ought to be a uh, a Jim Dandy of a, of a, of a game tomorrow, don't you think? Uh, right now, both in some of the ratings from last week or projections from last week are slated to make the uh, the NCAA field. I would imagine both would uh, still be slated uh, by the prognosticators and the projectors to make the uh, NCAA field. Uh, it's nice to have you along with us uh, here. Ben Byram is producing the show. Do we have the Hey Ben here today? Do I need to get? Do I, let's see. Do we have the Hey Ben? We do not. We don't. I don't. I don't oh. have anything but music. Oh, we don't have the Hey Ben. Yeah, music and commercials is all I got. Oh, uh, okay. I thought this, that was on a button bar. See, this is why I told you the button bar, Ben. Well, this The button bar is your friend, or does well, the button bar not matter? Well, that's the problem. I got the button bar, but when I click on it, nothing happens. I think the storm oh. really ravaged the studio here somehow. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Well, I get it. There you go. That is uh, that is something that we will... Uh... Hey Ben. There you go. <laughs> hey Ben. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, no, that's fine. Hey, Ben, I, I, I get it there. Um, so ECU regular season champs for a third uh, straight year. And, uh, you know, I think 
let's face it, Benjamin, the start to the year inauspicious. Yeah, not, uh, not a so little, great. a little lackluster. Yeah, I mean, well, and we're going to talk to Cliff in a little bit. We'll play, uh, try to play as much of it, maybe the whole thing for you today, because uh, Coach Godwin had a lot of really good things to say. But I mean, he even admitted, and he has admitted to us on this show that uh, you know they weren't playing their best ball beginning of the year. It took a while to figure things out, and and as well as they're playing right now, I still think there there's a lot of I don't want to say smoke and mirrors, but there's a lot of moving pieces still right now. There's a lot of guys that are, uh, you know, expanding roles, and there's a lot of guys that are still trying to figure their roles out to a degree. And while they're figuring out certain things, they're doing other things to to make sure that they uh, win. So, you know, from my standpoint, and this is the popular talking point, I think I first brought it up uh, a few weeks ago, that I think this is Cliff Godwin's best coaching job while at ECU. I think it's his finest work. Uh, but I also think a lot of credit has to go to the players. I think they're spectacular. They they have uh, rolled with the punches. They have uh, worked the whole year, and here here we are now with an opportunity to go into the uh, conference tournament as the top seed yet again. And the other thing I think is interesting about that, Benjamin, uh, is and, and you were kind of front row for this thing the whole weekend, I would say that, um, you know, you can't rest on any laurels this week. I, I think the Campbell game is really, really important because they're a conference champ. Now, I think you may, on the back end of the weekend, this is just me, uh, you might see some names in the lineup, particularly Sunday, that you might not have seen in other parts of the year. Maybe not. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or Saturday is the case may be because it's a Thursday-Friday deal this week. Thursday-Friday-Saturday deal this week. Yeah, and it Campbell's uh, a team this late in the season that you know for a fact is going to be playing in a regional somewhere. So it can right, be a exactly. good measuring stick to see where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean, Campbell right now, unless there's a major stumping of the toe, will likely uh, represent their conference in the uh, in the tournament. Um so, and, meaning that they're going to want to be sharp. They're going to now. They may not throw. You're not going to see any of their weekend guys, obviously. But uh, you know, they're going to want to stay sharp for the conference tournament. And because uh, that's they definitely are a uh, win and get in. That's that's their mo, despite their regular season situation. Like 21 out of the last 27 or something like that. They've won we'll, 24 we'll have of their last 24? 27. Yeah. Okay. And so. You know, it's even better. And and so, you know, I think the Pirates with them right now, this is going to be a dangerous team in the regional because, granted, there's not that one get-the-ball, Gavin Williams, shove-it-up-your-nose, top-of-the-rotation uh, ace like there was last year. But there are some real dudes out of the bullpen that can bring it. I think the bullpen is really the strength of this team. And I, I just I think they're just scrappy enough. They're going to be one of those teams that will be an extremely tough team to knock out in the regional. Now, it all comes down, can the offense keep producing at some level? The thing that's impressed me, Ben, the last few weeks has been uh, they, they're, it's kind of vintage ECU baseball. They, they, you know, they get late into the games and they start scoring runs. Yeah. And that's kind of the way ECU – now, granted, they've had some real – like last year's team was a real – you know, power-driven team, and at any moment, the swing of the bat, the game was changed. You know, but some of those vintage ECU teams under Cliff Godwin especially are a real run-manufacturing teams. They almost pound you into submission. Yeah, well, we saw Friday night. I mean, it seemed that late in that game, that up until that point, they had scored a run in every inning, and we're just not used to seeing that when it comes to ECU baseball. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't because of power or anything or a lot of home runs. It was just because they were playing their brand of baseball, and it was working that uh, – that smaller type of baseball. Yeah, absolutely. But um, anyway, that is uh, that is a big congratulations. We'll hear more from Cliff uh, in a little bit. In fact, uh, let's uh, hear right now from uh, Agnos following uh, the big victory. We're not done. Like I said, no matter what, no matter if we win the conference today or we win it next Friday or – Next Saturday or next Sunday, it doesn't matter. Um, we've got to finish the season strong and just uh, keep playing for one another and having some fun. Pirate fans were actually rooting for UCF yesterday, right? They were. They were. And they took what two or three? From, they took two or three from Houston, right? You got it. You got it. 
What did I say? What What did you say a minute ago? I was I was so busy to talk, I cut you off. What were you? What did you say? Oh, what about UCF? Yeah. Oh, I was just saying Pirate fans were reluctantly cheering on the Knights, but uh, it was kind of a oh, deal okay. where you had to. Well, no, yeah, absolutely. It's one of those deals you had to. Yeah. No, no, I mean, it was a, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't want to root for him. I, I get it. <laughs> Who would normally, yeah. right? Yeah. Who would normally? But, uh, no, I thought I thought that was, uh, that was pretty cool. I was glad to see that. Uh, I was glad to see the way that the team has played here in the last month. I think it's really been really cool to uh, to see, and it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we'll see where it goes from here. I mean, uh, again, I, I think right now the way this team is constructed, it is not a it's not going to be a fun team to face. Now they're flawed, but I think a lot of teams are flawed that aren't in the SEC at least. Now, I and no, nope, yeah. go ahead. I was about to say I have no, a no, big question for you here. Now yeah, that go ahead. Regular... Uh, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no, ask it, Ben. You okay. go right ahead. All right, sorry, sorry. So now that they've won this regular season title, if they finish the year strong but, say, fade away in the conference tournament, do you think that's enough for them to go to a regional somewhere? So, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people during the day, Ben, as you know, right? I just don't uh, I don't come on. People. Well, I don't, I don't show up on the radio uh, and uh, just start flapping my gums, despite what many may believe. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not the smartest guy. I was never great at that book learning. And uh, I'm certainly not the smartest guy on the planet. I'll be the first to admit that. But, um, you know, so I try to talk to people, and you develop uh, people you have confidence in over time. This is the same thing when I was in the news business exclusively. Uh, But you find people, you know, obviously if you could talk to the coaches or talk to, you know, players, you want to do that. But there's also people sometimes you got to get kind of a perspective of people who are close to the team, uh, maybe insiders or even – you got to get the perspective of people who follow the sport. And I was talking to a guy today who is a really smart baseball guy, has coached baseball at the college level, uh, really good with players, a lot of respect for this guy. I've known him a long time. Uh, sometimes he'll drop in on the always anonymous text line. And I will, uh, you know, I, we, we just we talk a little bit about uh, you know, not just East Carolina, but the whole season. He's obviously very aware of the ECU program. Uh, and uh, was very close with it at one time, and so I, I said I asked him that same question, and he thinks they have done enough to warrant getting in. Now they're at you know last projections a three seed. Would they stay as a three? Um, you know, right now they're in that sort of mid rangey kind of 11, 12, 13, 14 type of deal. You know, if they lose, you know, does that does that drop them? to where they're the three seed and maybe a top eight region. You know, that's a pretty tough, uh, that's a pretty tough deal there. Not that being a, a three seed where they're projected now would be any easier. I, I, I could see a scenario with them moving up to two if they finish strong and win the conference tournament. Sure. I, I think that could very well happen. And if that does happen, you know, that obviously puts them at a two, maybe in a little more favorable draw type of thing. You know what I'm saying, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Now, and I think uh, this is what I would say. Again, this is just me based on that conversation and just looking at it some this afternoon. I would say it depends on who were to win the tournament. Uh, basically, at this point, nobody else from the American is quote-unquote on the bubble. Uh, if it were UCF or Houston, maybe. But if it were somebody like South Florida, like last year, probably maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but I think they have done enough to get in right now. There's there's a little – but that's why I think they're going to approach this week as if they're the team trying to, you know, still win the, the regular season, if that makes sense. Because yeah. in a way, they are playing still for a resume. Yeah, you don't they want to leave it up enha- to the committee here. I mean, exactly. You can you can enhance your resume as well. So if you have to, if it is left up to the committee for whatever reason, you want to be in a position to, you know, uh, say, all right, well, look at our resume. We're we're thirty six wins or whatever it may be. You definitely want to win that, this Campbell game too. Well, and and that's so that's it. So I think the short answer is yes. The long answer is just what I went on and on and on about there. I get uh, saying, speaking, yeah. speaking of the Campbell game, if you want to go to it, uh, you can be caller number three right now. That's been a good number for us here recently. 
Uh, we'll do that. You want to throw in a Chico's, Ben? Can we make sure we get that uh, squared away for whoever? Yeah, let's do uh, it. Sure. Four pack of uh, tickets to tomorrow night's game. We'll also throw in a Chico's gift card for you. Uh, give us a uh, buzz now. Call or three as we go to break. 252-561-GAME. 252-561-4263. Uh, the Ohio State AD just throwing ideas out as it regards the future of college football. Those ideas, and maybe our caller, if we can sway him. On the other side of this uh, break, Cliff Godwin still to come. It's the Patrick Johnson Show, and uh, we are running on a uh, Monday here. Uh, we'll be right back. Caller 3 will be our winner of a four-pack of tickets to tomorrow night's game, ECU and Campbell, and you'll win a Chico's gift card, 252-561-GAME. Caller 3 when we get back. The barrel says straight for the cop's kidney. The cop. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza. Homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! This is Tim Sutton with Greenville Auto World. When it comes to vehicle maintenance, we know you have a lot of options. It's hard to find a reliable and honest auto repair shop. That's where we come in. Greenville Auto World with a commitment to providing our customers with honest quality service at reasonable prices. Greenville Auto World has one of the most state-of-the-art repair facilities available in eastern North Carolina. Our technology, education, expertise provides you with the best care imaginable. For an appointment, call us at Greenville Auto World on Charles Boulevard at 364-8730. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. More than 1 million North Carolina adults never completed college. At UNC Greensboro, we believe excellence in education changes lives. That's why we provide paths to prosperity for more first-generation and lower-income students than any other public university in the state. We build the nurses and healthcare professionals, teachers and social workers, business owners and artists that make North Carolina better for all. Find your prosperity here. Visit prosperity.uncg.edu. Sponsored by UNC Greensboro and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with the station. Pirate baseball lives right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. Try to run, try to hide, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, break on through to the other side, yeah. All right, welcome back in. Uh, Jeff in Greenville actually broke on through and is our winner. And he joins us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Jeff, you win uh, 
a family four-pack of tickets to the game tomorrow night, 6.30, and uh, a, a gift card to uh, Chica's, Chico's Mexican restaurant. So uh, congratulations. What? Uh, so usually when somebody calls in like this, Jeff, we give them uh, a shot to say what they want, uh, maybe ask a question, kind of an open line format. It's how we interact with the people. And so as uh, long as it's not profane or get get a sued, you can say about what you want here. So anything you want to say, anything you want to ask, you can ask Ben a question. You know, he's a man about town, a bachelor, if you will. So uh, whatever you want. It's up to you. Okay, yeah. Well, I'm excited. Uh, shout out to the Pirates, Nisu Nation. Uh, I think the season didn't start out the best, but they're really playing amazing right now. We went to – a couple games this past weekend. We got to spin the skybox for the first time. Ooh. Uh, that was really exciting. These so, are not uh, skybox tickets you're getting, by the uh, way. The Crawford, These are Morgan and Zach Crawford. Say that again? Uh, Morgan and Zach Crawford. Shout out to them for helping us get okay. those tickets. Did they get you into the box? Is that why you're giving them a shout out? Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right. What kind of refreshments do they have in the box? I mean, they got everything. Waters, vitamin waters. I mean, they got your drinks, you know, right. anything you want. You can be 21, okay. have fun in there. Okay. So, wait a minute. You said water, and then what kind of water? They have two different types of water? What? What is the other water? Uh, Just like that mango, vitamin water, something like that. Ah, okay. Did you partake in any of I this? Did. The the. You did? Well, I did. Yeah, I, part, I partaked in some. Uh, it was mostly my friends doing it all, but I did have okay. one question. Uh, yeah, go ahead. What are the this odds this is going so that, well. Why not? Go ahead. <laughs> I wonder what are the odds that Greenville gets to be in the uh, either Blacksburg or Charlottesville regional? Because I think those are pretty drivable to get to. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Uh, good question, Jeff. Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> For hopping on, I appreciate it. This was the other thing I talked to my friend about today, Ben. By the way, Je- I th- the vitamin water, Ben. Have you ever heard of this? The vitamin water? Yes, I'm aware of the vitamin water. Is this like what I'm drinking now? That's kind of the the bubbly water or the no, it's it's uh, sparkling water kind of stuff. Is that what is that what this is? No, let, here, let me save the trouble here. Someone giving you a BS explanation on vitamin water. What it is is watered down Gatorade. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But the flavors are, are, what did he say, mango or something? Yeah, I guess they had mango, yeah. But they, they have, oh. like, the same flavors any Gatorade or Powerade would have, but it's just a little bit more watered down and less cater- calories. I got you. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Not my first choice. Not my good No, I, I would say I, I, I'd have to be mighty thirsty, I think. For sure. Um, so I think uh, to answer Jeff's question expertly, like I'm going to do here, and that is uh, I think the – what would be the Virginia Tech or Blacksburg Regional. If the Pirates are in that regional, it might would be as a two-seed, and I think they'd have a lot would have to happen if they're going to play a regional there because they're projected, what, top three or four, Ben, right now? Is that what it was last week? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 pretty, they're pretty high up there. Right. So if the Pirates are in that regional, it would <sighs> – I don't, boy, I don't know. They'd have, they'd have to, uh, to me, they'd have to do a lot of work to get it, to get slotted there. Now, I, the, ge- the geography comes into play in that instance. The other thing, uh, I think Charlottesville's very realistic because Char- right now the Virginia Cavaliers are in that range of uh, 11, 12, 13 kind of range. And that's where the Pirates, before the weekend, were slotted. Uh, we'll see how much credit they get. The RPI is climbing. The strength of schedule is, is very good because others are winning. And, uh, by the way, Pirate Al just hit me up on the Always Anonymous text line. We're going to get to that in a minute, Pirate Al. Hang on. And so, um, yeah, that's – I think that's the more realistic uh, thing. And, and, and quite frankly, if you're an ECU fan, I think you're hoping for that because even if you're a three in that kind of regional – I think you uh, you have a better shot. You know, Virginia Tech, you've already played them this year, and Virginia Tech is awfully good. 
Uh, Virginia's got some good pitching, too, and they're well-coached, as we know. Uh, the ACC's pretty killer this year. That's a, that's a tough con- – for as much grief as we give the ACC, and rightfully so, uh, that, is, that is a tough uh, – that is a tough league. I was going to save the uh, this for one of the breaks later on in the show, but uh, we might as well hit it now here, Ben. And it's your boy. Ric Flair coming back, Ben. Oh, my God. You're kidding. Not just coming back. He's coming back to wrestle. Oh, 73 year old oh Ric Flair in less than 90 days. Oh my God. I mean, it was bad 10 years ago when he was wrestling. Not good. Not good. I love, I love Nate, but someone has uh, put on one of the comments versus the Undertaker because they might actually have to bury him. Oh, is Teddy Long the GM versus the I'm Undertaker? <laughs> uh, he'll battle one last time, it says this summer. That ain't your boy. All right, where at? I mean, is this going to be a big event? It's going to be a big deal in a big arena? I mean, it's got to be, right? This is the GOAT of all wrestlers. July 31st, the Nashville Fairgrounds. Oh, my God. On an independent card that will be live-streamed on Fight TV. So it's an outlaw mud show, pretty much. It's an outlaw mud <laughs> show. Great, great. Greatest wrestler. That's his send-off. An outlaw mud show at the Nashville Fairgrounds. This has something to do with... uh, So, this is being spun as an homage to Jim Crockett Promotions and WCW from the 70s to the 90s. I don't know who the promoter is necessarily. Yeah. Tickets go on sale May 27th at noon if you're, you know... So let's not let's not talk about. I mean, Ric Flair survived a plane crash, needed bowel surgery, which led to kidney failure and dialysis treatment back in 2017. He has recovered in an, in a most excellent way since then. Let's be honest, right? Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it was not looking good for Slick Rick there for a little while, but he kicked out. He did kick out. God bless him, and uh, he's going to be back. Fight TV is like a, a streaming thing, right? But you, that's something that a lot of boxing, yeah, it's, a lot of combat sports are on. As it, you're an aficionado who gets emotional over combat sports, it, it's more so garbage, uh, like wrestling promotions and uh, MMA promotions more than anything. It's like a monthly streaming service for just combat sports. Okay, all right. I think NWA has their pay per views up there now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is that right? Okay, yeah. Well, that's who's. That's how you could stream it and watch it that night. Uh, he had his first retirement match in 2008 at WrestleMania against Shawn Michaels. It was Remember like that? the greatest retirement match ever, and that should have been it. That should have been that it. That was in him. Orlando. Yeah, yeah it, it was great. Uh, he has not wrestled since September 12, 2011, when he wrestled for Impact. And that was a retirement match against Sting. Against the Sting. So, uh, that is it. Last August, Flair appeared in Mexico City for the AAA promotion. He was in the corner of Aldrande El Idola. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah. Uh, who's his daughter's fiance? Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Yeah. Andrade. Yeah. Oh, Andrade. Andrade. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I remember him. Yeah, he was an NXT so, uh, darling that everybody likes. He is—he's uh, engaged to Ric Flair's daughter, so more power to him. And so uh, that is—that's uh, the last time. So we're, but I've—you know—I saw that like a somebody put up a, a video on Twitter this weekend. He looked pretty good, I thought. Yeah, he doesn't look bad at all. I mean, he was in there working out. There. Yeah, that he was throwing the flex today. Flair was a workout machine. And he was never one of those guys that was really on the juice a lot, like, you know, like the Hulkster, per se. Yeah. No, he had a great natural physique. Yeah. So that's it. Uh, ben, would you watch this? I, I got to be honest, probably not. I might see, like, a highlight on Twitter or something and leave it at that. But 
Uh, maybe it depends on the opponent, but even then, like I, I don't know if I'm sure if I want to see a 70 year old Ric Flair in a at, at a Nashville at a fairground, a random fairground. I at mean, a flea I, market yeah, in Nashville. Who, yeah, who wants, yeah, yeah, at Outlaw Mud Show. Some dude's going to pull off a Canadian destroyer on Ric Flair. I mean, yeah, that's what I want to see. Always well, anonymous text line to be the man, you got to beat the man. I know that. I'm aware. I'm just worried about the guy. 73. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, what do you got to prove when you're beating a seven year old man? Well, we'll get. Look, we'll follow this more because I want to know who the story uh, it is. All right. Uh, really quick, you. No, no. As MJF. much as that guy's gripe, as much as that guy's griping about about money, unless the payday is just phenomenal, it'll be even more of a bad guy. Just but that guy, that guy is griping about money right now, so he's not oh okay. In. There you go. He's he's on a bad deal with the AEW people, and he wants to be a free agent in twenty four, which I don't blame him. Well, I don't know if Flair's got money issues or something, but this outlaw mud show is able to get Flair, so maybe money's not an issue. Maybe. Just throwing out ideas. Ohio State AD Gene Smith proposes an FBS FBS leagues operate under an umbrella of the college football playoff with their own rules. Uh, Heather uh, Dinich, ESPN. The collegiate landscape is in the midst, uh, midst of sweeping changes and uncertainties. Ohio State Athletic Director Gene Smith proposed a 10 FBS conference uh, proposed the 10 FBS conferences operate under the same umbrella of the college football playoff with their own rules and structure while the NCAA continues to host championships for basketball and Olympic sports. Uh, that would mean that uh, they could create a minimum standard for membership. And uh, you know what else that would mean? That would allow, if you include all of them, for the non-conference stuff to be scheduled still without much interruption. When you hear this nonsense about the so-called P5 should break off or the SEC and the ACC should merge, I mean, when you hear those kind of cockeyed, wild theories, Ben, here's one thing you always have to keep in mind. Okay. The G5 has a lot more power in this than you realize. Okay, because... So? Okay, because who are the, none of those the, the the ACC nobody wants to play all ACC opponents. The ACC doesn't want to play an eight game conference, and then you know they'll play maybe one Big Ten school. They might play one SEC school, but they sure as hell don't want to play four of them. They don't want to go to nine or ten conference games because that's more conference games. They don't want that, and. They want to be able to schedule teams from the MAC. They want to try to be able to schedule bottom feeders that they can get out of CUSA. Yeah, I mean UNC remaining to, of CUSA. UNC and Clemson want to have their uh, their uh, seasonal wins over, let's say, Western Carolina or Mercer or Citadel every year. I mean, well, that's that's that, that's what they're, they're talking about breaking away from. But I, I still think you would see cross pollination in that. But your point is taken in that. Yeah, they want to schedule get they want to schedule wins. And look, the SEC, there's some SEC schools, they're playing, well, Alabama's a great example. One neutral game usually, right? Yeah. Th- didn't One they play big Alabama major. Alabama A&M last year to start the year. Well, but, but what I'm saying is they'll play a neutral game somewhere in like Atlanta or Florida or Birmingham. They'll, they'll play somewhere like that. Uh, and then they'll play seven home games or eight home games. Tennessee is doing times- this year against Virginia and right. Nashville. The only four times they'll go on the road will be when they're in their conference because they want those home gates. If you don't have the American around, if you don't have the Sun Belt around, if you don't have the Conference USA, whatever is remaining of it around, if you don't have the MAC around, how are you going to schedule those? If you don't have the Mountain West around, how are you going to – because those five can't beat up on each other. The, the football coaches don't want it. Frankly, the ADs don't want it. This is a way for them to keep home gates, right? Because as flawed as the model may be in some people's mind, those, you know, ticket money still factors bigly into all of this. Yeah, I mean, Alabama in the, playing more away games than home games just makes absolutely no sense. 
Well, they're not going to play six. They're not going to play six and six. Yeah, and that's what you'd maybe. That's what you'd almost have to do under this structure if you broke away the P five. Just broke away from everybody. Gene Smith is not your average fool. He's no dummy, and he realizes we've got to have these others involved in order to fill out our schedules. And if these others are willing to restructure and play by the rules, which by all accounts I think a lot of them are, there might be some that won't. There might be some that think they can and and don't. And this, because, you know, really the NCAA's bread and butter remains the basketball tournament. That's the NCAA's. and, And to me, that's the thing that's made the most sense. Now, this was Adam Rittenberg who's a, a writer on college about college football for ESPN, uh, ESPN.com and ESPN+. Plus. This is Adam Rittenberg uh, on the Fine Bore Show. Fine Bomb Show, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you said it right talking, the first time. Talking about uh, if he says the Power Five and not all of FBS would break away. Here's what he had to say on Fine Bomb just a little bit ago. I think we're closer and closer to the power five, at least, if not all the FBS, breaking away and self-governing in a different way, not being under this NCAA umbrella in terms of making rules, making policies. There's a real level of frustration and a motivation to do something differently. Now, again, that's that national spin perspective that thinks these five will just break away and everybody wants to be in the NFL. That's some guy who, you know, Sports writing media nerd, right, Ben? I mean, if we're being honest. Yeah, but hate sports. No, he probably likes it. He's just a nerd. <laughs> so and he's not like the triangle, huh? No, 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 no. He's not like those guys. No, no, no. He, but I, Well, they're nerds, but they hate the sports they cover, except basketball. But they, and hockey, but they love, you know, they, 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 this guy loves football. But my point is, you know, those dweebs think it's just easy. It's like the NFL. Everybody wants to be good. Everybody wants to win. You think Missouri wants to – I mean, they tell you they have aspirations to win the SEC and win a national title. But he, yeah, but come do they on. believe that? Yeah, yeah I mean, on. they don't believe that. <laughs> they ain't winning none. You know, I mean, Duke says we're going to start taking football. So seriously? Yeah. Seriously? So no, nobody at those levels wants any part of just five conferences. That's why Gene Smith says, and look, the Big Ten has as much, the SEC and Fine Board, they cannot, they can't bring themselves to admit this, but the Big Ten has as much sway as the SEC does in all of this. And those two, that's that's two offices that do not, you know, the sky is light blue. No, the sky is Columbia blue. Well, They're not going to agree on anything. They're not going to agree on anything. Blowing well, a gasket but, on you if you heard that. He loves the SEC. I mean, that's well, yeah, the that's what I'm that saying. To him. Again, a media nerd has a a view on this that the coaches don't share. And and Gene Smith tipped it off in this article today. Yeah, we want to break away, but we can't afford to break away with just the Power Five. We have to break away with everybody in FBS who's willing to do this. And I would think the majority of the American would be willing to do this. I would think in this hypothetical East Carolina would be willing to do this. Because that's the only way that breaking away would work. You follow me? I got you. I got you. I got what you're putting down. All of those? I mean, because here's the thing, Ben. They're getting paid all these TV dollars. They've got to have games. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it'd be great to see an Ohio State-Alabama regular season match. Nick Saban wants no part of that. The guy at Ohio State wants no part of that. Yeah. Not in the regular season. No, I mean, they want their resume as clean as possible. No losses well, so they can get to that national championship. But, I mean, they just, they're just they not going to load up with 12 yeah. slobber knockers. They're going to play the – I mean, Alabama, they got the, the eight-game SEC slate. They want no part of gonna get four more games, games that are – going to get their two tough the But they don't want any part of four more games on top of that against top-level competition. Yeah, don't. absolutely, yeah. No, they're comfortable so in the position they're in right now. You've got to have the ability to schedule Marshall. No offense to Marshall. To schedule uh, Boise State. No, yeah, I mean, that's probably a bad example. But Colorado State. 
I mean, you've got to have the ability to do some of that. UAB. Yeah. You have to have the ability to do some of that. All right, we are way over. Uh, Ben's got an update for you right now. Are you set up with that, Ben? Yes. And uh, All right, Ben Byram with a 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Then we'll go inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin. Thanks, Patrick. Taking a look around Pirate Nation, ECU Baseball completed the series sweep against USF yesterday in Clark Clare Stadium 6-2 to clinch the AAC regular season title for the third consecutive year. Freshman pitcher Jake Hunter and catcher Ben Newton were recognized by the conference as they were placed on the weekly honor roll. The Pirates are back in action tomorrow in Clark Clare Stadium as they battle the red-hot Campbell Fighting Camels who have won 24 of their last 27 matchups. That all comes your way tomorrow at 6-15 with live pregame and play-by-play coverage right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game. Meanwhile, from ECU football, former wide receiver Tyler Sneed has latched on to the Pittsburgh Steelers after showing out in rookie minicamp and earning an undrafted free agency contract. From the NFL, Deshaun Watson meeting with NFL officials to determine whether he'll be suspended or not to begin the year with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons signed veteran wide receiver Geronimo Allison. The Miami Dolphins reach a deal with Melvin Ingram. And the Green Bay Packers signed a deal with J- Jair Alexander, finalizing a four-year, $84 million contract extension, making him the highest-paid defensive back in the league as we speak. And wrapping it up from the NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes advanced to the second round after defeating the Boston Bruins at home 3-2 to in Game 7 of their series. They will move on and take on the New York Rangers. The first game of that series comes your way Wednesday at 7 o'clock in PNC Arena. That's going to do it for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. I'm Ben Byron. More from the P-Man and Cliff Godwin coming up on the other side of this quick timeout here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Football, 94.3 The Game. Time for a weather update, and yep, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold, so wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. You heard the saying, there are two things every American does, die and pay taxes. Well, there's a third, watch television. Listen, we all watch TV. But it doesn't need to be cable. With a new dish about the size of a pizza dish installed on your home, you have TV of the future. Did you know with this new home service you can watch TV at home? On any computer or tablet that has the internet, even on your phone. Watch TV anywhere in the country. All with this new dish TV service. You can go on vacation and take your TV service with you. Even let your kids watch it at college. All for one low price. Locked in for two years and guaranteed to be cheaper than your cable bill call right now 800-476-6087-800-476-6087-800-476-6087 that's 800-476-6087 hey i want to tell you a little bit about wilson rose heating and air conditioning they've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on hooker road in greenville steve rhodes second generation gives each customer a 100 percent satisfaction guarantee wilson rose is an authorized train dealer specializes in new installations home replacement service agreements on all makes and models go online at wilsonroads.com for zero percent financing options up to 60 months on qualifying equipment to get the job done right wilson roads in greenville you'll be comfortable in no time need to insure a boat in edenton a business in elizabeth city a car in greenville how about a farm truck in columbia or a home on the outer banks weatherly insurance agency an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern north carolina is here to help weatherly insurance agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town call today 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com from the outer banks to the inner banks weatherly insurance has you covered attention business owners and management roebuck staffing of greenville and newburn is here for you will roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs 
Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business, Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Baseball Coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina Baseball, 94-3 the game. Going back, looking up, see you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburn, And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. A look inside the ECU baseball program. Coach Cliff Godwin is here. Uh, Coach Godwin, thank you for the time, and, and congratulations to you and this team. A uh, regular season title, the third consecutive. Yeah, I'm just so proud of our players, our support staff, our coaching staff, uh, you know, when it didn't look well and there's a lot of naysayers outside the program or guys hung in there, they stuck together, they stayed the course, they just kept working every day, they stayed positive. And uh, this day and age, that's, that's not normal because when things don't go right and you have a passionate fan base and people that really care, um, it's in their face every single day and on social media. And they just blocked out the noise and just kept working, and uh, we obviously have a lot more work to do, but I'm so happy for them. Couldn't be more proud of what they've accomplished to this point in the season. We've talked about this in in different incarnations and in different scenarios and examples, but uh, the game of baseball uh, is a lot like life. I mean, you're going to have setbacks. Things aren't always going to go as you you hope. Uh, I don't want to use the word failure, but a lot of people do where they say, you know, you you fail the majority of the time in baseball, which statistically – even the greatest players do. Um, but as you say, there's there's so much interest. There's so much passion. There's so much uh, right or wrong expectation in this program that uh, after kind of a, a tough and slow start, uh, there, there were some kind of furrowed brows and uh, some, some noise uh, out there. I, I just think you got to take the, the hat off to the, the players because they've really – it's been fun to watch them morph uh, – into a really cohesive group this year. And I'm not saying they weren't before, but it did take a little while for everybody to kind of sort their role out. And, and some guys did some soul searching during the season as well, uh, from, from what I can gather. No, 100%. I mean, look, we, we weren't playing well. And I do think there were some selfish moments in there from different individuals on our team. And once we could get guys to just totally buy into the team concept, uh, with everybody we had in that locker room. And, and I'd go to Ryder Giles a lot of just being able to say, hey, coach, I'll, I'll pitch and, you know, I'll go into the rotor, rotation if you need me to uh, when that's not really his M.O. I mean, that's just those selfless acts like that, and, and there's a lot of them. Um, help other guys see, like, it's, it's bigger than me. And that's why our culture is the most important thing. I mean, we would not be where we are today if, we didn't have a strong foundation and we didn't continue to work on it even when things weren't going well. You said this as we're talking to pirate baseball coach Cliff Godwin um, uh, several, uh, well, actually last year. I mean, uh, a third straight regional. Uh, I mean, that was sort of, it's rarefied at home, rarefied air. I mean, these things just don't happen. Uh, another in, in three consecutive conference regular season championships. I mean, that this is some stuff fans should really be enjoying the ride because uh, this just doesn't happen everywhere. No, it doesn't. And uh, especially as, you know, good as college baseball is across the country now. And, you know, you talk about the three regionals that we've hosted. I think there were three other teams in the country. I could be wrong. Max would be five. Um, I don't think there's another sport at East Carolina that's won the American Athletic Conference Championship at all. And we've won three in a row. And that's no disrespect to any other sport here. It's just our guys have worked their tails off and our coaches have worked their tails off. And, um, it is hard. Winning, winning is hard. <laughs> winning baseball games is really hard. And, you know, people don't care when you get handed adversity. They still want you to win at the highest level. And like I said, my hat's off for just to our players for continuing to stay the course. 
Coach, uh, looking about or looking at your team, especially uh, here recently, scoring um, kind of late in games, and that seems to be, uh, you know, second, third time through the order is where your guys are really starting to make some hay, uh, and that's been an mo of, of some of your teams in the past. Once they uh, get a third trip around in the in the lineup or second trip around and get another look at the starter or or get into the pen of the opponent, they've had some success. That that has kind of taken hold just based on the raw data and the numbers here. I mean, big innings that you guys have put together late in games. Is there a a certain uh, recipe to that? Is that just is that what you were sort of driving towards the whole season with this team? How has that come together during this recent stretch? Well, I think it's. Uh, our guys believe in one another, number one. And we talk about, you know, letting them sit out there on defense, especially when it gets warm and just have long innings offensively and then have short innings defensively on the mound. And, um, you know, yesterday I just – we put together such a great inning there in the eighth, and nobody will remember it if you weren't watching it, but Ben Newton had two strikes. He's fouling all pitches, fouling all pitches, and just moves the baseball and puts it in play in kind of no man's land between uh, first base, the pitcher's mound, and second base, and um, beats out an infield single, which he's not hes not fast. And then <laughs> they, hit, they, hit, they hit Starling. They hit Starling with a pitch, and then yeah. Amat gets the two strikes and hits the ball out. And, you know, that's the, the type of innings that even when we have two outs, two strikes, to still be able to – get something going even when we don't score at times to just get a runner on with two outs and keep them on the field but uh Ben Newton's at bat was a really tough at bat to get to Starling who got hit by pitch and then they Mac, you know hit the ball out of the yard and that's really tough baseball um and analytics will not show you that and and that's what I appreciate about our guys Yesterday, too, a uh, really nice start for, for Jake Hunter. We haven't talked a lot about him here recently, but, I um, mean, he gets into the sixth inning, five and a third, uh, strikes out seven, didn't walk a batter, just allowed the one run and the one hit uh, and threw 74 pitches. Uh, Coach Godwin, Jake Hunter's uh, uh, development this year, could you speak to that a little bit? He's worked really hard with Coach Knight and <clears> – <throat> He's really worked hard on his body and his nutrition and got his body in better shape. But just his mentality and growing up, I mean, look, you know, he is a freshman and sometimes it takes time. I mean, you see flashes of greatness early in the season. Then he kind of hit a speed bump and, and now he's kind of getting back into himself a little bit. And we needed that start yesterday for sure because their guy they started, which was his first start, but he's one of their best relievers. He was really good early and we had to get into the bullpen to be able to score some runs. And, um, you know, we needed Jake Stark, and he was really good yesterday. You uh, talking about uh, relievers making uh, starts and C.J. Mayhew uh, coming off that conference pitcher of the week. Uh, also, uh, this past weekend, a, a really excellent start going six strong innings against uh, a really tough pitcher at Ethan Brown uh, for, uh, for South Florida. But uh, Mayhew with uh, – an aspect of his game that uh, that's built up to this point as well. He goes and throws 88 pitches and followed up, obviously, his stellar performance last Friday. So uh, someone else that has uh, that we have talked about, but uh, someone else that has emerged in a different role and thrived in a different role. Yes, Mayhew has, uh, you know, we've started him in the fall the past two years and it never seemed to click. And, and then, uh, you know, when we were trying to figure out who we could start games and, we, we've got a, uh unconventional pitching staff, but it doesn't matter. And that's the thing I appreciate about our guys is they just have hung in there and they don't care who starts or who relieves. They just take the ball when their name's called and go out there and do what they need to do. But, you know, Maggie's performance at Memphis and then even this last weekend and going back three weeks ago on that Saturday start versus, uh, you know, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. he's just taking the ball, he's pushed the pace on the mound, he gets the ball, and then Newton has – been really a, a huge salute piece, in my opinion, behind the plate of getting those guys to push the pace and communicate with Coach Knight and just communicate with the pitchers of what um, they need to do better. Uh, he's helped those pitchers tremendously, and, and that's one of the reasons, in my opinion, CJ Mayhew's had so much success. All right, you can get more of Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin. Available for download now at 943thegame.com. 
It is covered by the Gavigan Agency. It's served up by HealthWise Pharmacy. Are we doing a break, Ben, or do you want to, uh, what do you want to do here? Oh, okay. So we're just going to talk. All right. Very good. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks to uh, Cliff Godwin for being with us. Appreciate uh, Coach Godwin for taking a few minutes uh, with us here this afternoon. Uh, and uh, big thanks to Ben Byram, as, as always, uh, working around uh, a storm-caused issue or, or two out there. So uh, nice job, Ben, as always. You got a boat in here now. I'm floating, literally, perusing this show on a oh, boat. You, will so, you I mean, it's, it's a mess in here. Will you stop? You know, we've done shows in this company on boats before. You know that, don't you? I did not know that. That's yeah. Nice. Okay. If they can pull it off, you can pull it off. Yeah, That's what, what I say about exactly, precisely. I mean, I can swim in the pool while, while uh, producing here. Gotta look at the tomorrow. Situation. Tomorrow, uh, we're gonna have uh, Coach Kirk Kraft in. Uh, the Pirates had uh, some outstanding individual accolades this past weekend at the Track and Field Championship. So, uh, Coach Kraft. Brian Mull later in the week on the PGA Championship. Tiger practice round today drew a lot of eyeballs. And uh, we're going to have some other special guests later on in the week. You want to stay tuned for that. More details on that tomorrow. Uh, Thanks a lot for tuning in today, everybody. And we will catch you next time around on the Patrick Johnson Show. stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Welcome to U.S. Cellular. Yeah, hi. I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage-holding 5G unlimited data-using phone in here for free. Sure. Your choice. Really? Yep. At U.S. Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, 
at home and abroad. We do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. WRHTHD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Crystal clear FM Sports Talk 24-7, 365. Unless we forget to pay the power bill. 94.3, the game.